Hello, hello, it's Phoebe Dre, the Cashflow Pocket Rocket, and I am back today with episode number 47 of the Profit to Cash podcast, going live in the Business Mastery Secrets Facebook group. So if you ever want to, as I've mentioned before, if you want to see me in person, make sure you join the Facebook group and come and connect with me live. And you can ask questions and engage and find out all the answers to all the burning questions you've got live on the podcast. So today I am talking all about the top five reports that all CEOs must understand as they start scaling their business. Now, this has become up quite a few times for me recently with my different clients, all around you know, the reports and financial management and understanding, having financial literacy really as you grow your business. And as you are in launch stage and growing your business and you're kind of getting up to that level of lifestyle. And if you want to know more about the growth curve, I'm going to do a podcast episode probably next week, actually, all around the business growth curve and explain all the different stages, which is really, really interesting. It's really interesting to kind of reflect on your business and see where you're currently at on the growth curve. But today, as you scale your businesses and you start growing the business up, so you kind of gone through that design phase launched your business, you're starting to break even and you're getting into a bit of a lifestyle stage in your business. As you move to that next level, as you want to jump from being the lifestyle business where you're still probably the artisan um, and you're still just growing your business to that next level. But as you want to jump from that next level to leverage and you start implementing systems, you start hiring team members and you start having other people do the work for you, that's when it's really important to start to understand the different financial reports in your business and knowing what they tell you, why you need to look at them, what they're trying to explain to you and not just looking at the reports, but what's the backstory, what's behind those reports, what it's actually explaining to you. And if you're not really sure about that, that's where someone like I step in and help you to really become clear on those reports and help you to kind of really understand them and use them as a powerful tool in your business to grow, to level up and to scale your business to the next level of success that you're aiming for and trying to achieve. So um, what are the reports? Well, my top favorite and the reports that I think you absolutely need to understand and have a really good handle on is the profit and loss, the balance sheet, the cash flow report, the budget variance report, and also the general ledger. And I look at them at least weekly but definitely monthly. So I would have a period locked away in your calendar every single month where you go through all of your financial reports and do the analysis of your business based on your financials. Now, the profit and loss, it can be a bit of a double-edged sword because it will tell you number one is income. Uh, But often what happens is that income doesn't equal cash. Let's put it that way. And that can often be a bit of a double-edged sword when you're reviewing the profit and loss. So you might look at your profit and loss for the previous month and have amazing sales, have amazing income, and then wonder where on earth all the cash has gone, where it is sitting in your business. So you might have a really great profit for that month and then also be wondering where has all the cash gone. So I'll get to that soon, but it's really important to understand how cash moves through your business and really understand, you know, that the profit, you can look at it often if you've got using accounting software, you can select to look at the profit and loss either on a cash basis or an accruals basis. Accruals is basically as soon as you raise the invoice for a sale, it's going to show on your profit and loss. But for the cash basis, it's not until you actually get the cash in the bank account that you're actually going to see the income showing on your profit and loss report. So income, it's going to show you at any period of time, the total income for that period. So for example, if you're looking at the month of July, it'll show you the total income for the month of July. It'll show you all of the expenses 
for the month of July. And it'll then show you either the profit or the loss for the month of July. And it's really important to have a look at this report and really understand what's happening. But I always like to dive deeper. So if you're using an accounting software package like Xero, you can easily click. So for example, if you're looking at your profit and loss and marketing is really high for the month and you're thinking, what on earth have I spent on marketing? The profit and loss will show you the income and the expenses in any given period of time. So it could be from the 1st of July to the 31st of July. It could be the full financial year. And what is also really good, I know in Zero it does this. I love Zero personally. Um, so I always talk about it because it's my accounting software package and it's the one I recommend to people that I work with. But you can actually look at Zero reports. So you can look at your profit and loss to compare periods. So you can look at July. 2021 compared to the month of July 2022 and just see the change and I was looking at this report with my clients yesterday and it was amazing the change that they've made in one year it's amazing to see the changes these business owners have made in just one year if you can compare those two months July 2021 compared to July 2022 and seeing that really helps you to see how far you've gone you could also look at you know, July and the previous 12 months. So it could show you July, June, May, April, et cetera, for the last 12 months. And you can see the changes in the business. So it's really good to kind of look at not just the months that's just been, but really look at like the history, see what's happening, see, you know, you can do some um, analysis on the profit and loss by looking not just at the months that you're seeing, but also the months that's, you know, the previous months or the previous period, um, you can look at it on a yearly basis, an annual basis. Um, so it's a really great report to look at and actually do some analysis on and really start asking you some questions around the numbers that are showing up on there and just seeing. So, for example, if you'd had a plan to have $10,000 in sales in the month of July, but you've only hit six, start asking yourself the question of why did I only hit six um, sales, you know, $6,000 in sales for the month of July? What happened was their sales team members that were sick did our, the language that we're using, not connect with the customers, were the offers we put out there not interesting to people? So really start to ask yourself some questions around that. And that kind of takes me on to the budget variance report. So in Zero, you can enter your budget manager. So you go into budget manager, you can enter all your 12-month um, budget for the coming 12 months, and then you can do an analysis every month. So you can compare the month that's just been. So for example, if you're looking at July, you compare July actuals to your budget and it'll also show the budget for year to date and the um, actuals and budget for year to date. So that's really important to look at that budget variance report and that kind of really highlights to you um, if there's things that aren't looking correct, um, that maybe you've overspent in certain areas or maybe your income wasn't as high as you anticipated and you can really start to analyse those reports and use that information to create the success in your business. So that's the budget variance report. It's really easy to enter into zero. If it's something you haven't done before, definitely go and find out all about it. I'm sure there's YouTube videos, but you can connect with me. It's something I always do with my clients and make sure we put in their 12-month budget variance um, report because it's a really great report to look at every single month and analyze. And it's in my Profit to Cash program. We actually do this process every single month where me and all my um, members or my clients, we go through the budget variance report and we discuss it. We go into detail. We don't just go, oh yeah, I didn't hit that target this month or yeah, that expense was really high. We actually ask the questions of, okay, well, why was it high? What happened? And when you start to really look behind the numbers. You can really start to get a gauge of what's happening in your business and see if you're overspending in certain areas or some of your marketing strategies aren't working like you anticipated. Um, so you might be able to change some things you're spending money on. Um, 
you know, if you're not having the sales, for example, talking to one of my clients also yesterday when we we're doing this process and really their main issue in their business at the moment is staff. Two of my clients actually yesterday were talking about was staff. They just cannot find the staff to grow the business to the level they want to grow it. So their really big focus is getting staff on board so that they can offer the service to their customers. They don't have a problem at all with sales. They've got referrals coming in. They've got customers coming in. They've got new services, you know, that they want to offer. Um, they don't have an issue with services. It's absolutely staff that they need. So I know a lot of businesses at the moment are really struggling to find good quality staff. Um, so it's maybe just starting to think creatively around that. So if you know that staff is your issue and you really need to find new staff, how can you make your business even more attractive for staff members to come and want to work for you? What could you, what what out of the box um, ideas could you come up with to actually bring on more staff members? And maybe it might be a fact of, you know, if you've got a business in one region and there's absolutely no staff there, it might be looking at could you set up an office in another region where there are potentially staffs to help you grow that business? So really important, that profit and loss report to understand that and the budget variance report to really understand what's happening in the business, why you are being really profitable or why you're not being really profitable. And they really start to understand where the money is flowing in and out of your business. The next report I really love is the balance sheet. And this is one of the most overlooked reports um, by all CEOs. However, it's so key to your business success and it tells such a massive story. So if you're going for a loan, for example, with a bank, they will absolutely look at your balance sheet because it really shows the health of the business. And if you can show your balance sheet like becoming healthier and healthier as, as your business grows um, and there's more cash in the bank, there's um, you know, the credits, you know, the, sorry, the liabilities are decreasing and the assets are increasing. This can be a really strong business that, you know, if you do need funding or something like that, the banks will look at it favorably, but you want a really healthy balance sheet to make sure that um, you've got a really sound business. And there's a lot of ratios, financial ratios and measurements that you can do using the balance sheet that can really show you the health of your business. So balance sheet shows the assets, which is anything that can be converted to cash, basically. So you've got cash in the bank, that's liquid assets, cash in the bank. You've got aged receivables, so debtors, so people who owe you money. And that's what I was talking about a moment ago when you look at your profit and loss and you see that you've had all these sales, yet you've got no cash in the bank. It might be that your customers actually owe you a lot of money. So you've got a really high aged receivables or debtors, whatever you refer to it as, balance. Um, and it might mean that you really need to implement a strategy to make sure that those age receivables are getting paid by your customers in a timely manner and they're not blowing out because what can happen is if you've got age receivables that are more than 90 days old, it can actually become quite challenging to collect that income in the end. And you often say that you're probably only going to collect about maybe not even 80% of age receivables that have gone for longer than 90 days. So really important to monitor your age receivables and just track them every single month and see how they're progressing and make sure you actually look at that report, the age receivables detail report, and look at all the customers and see if you need to implement a really strong system for collecting age receivables. Then you also have all of your plant and equipment. So for example, if you've got a plumbing business, it might be all of the tools that you've got to run your plumbing business. It'll be your work ute. It'll be all the equipment that you need. That's all of your assets on the balance sheet as the plant and equipment, motor vehicle. It could even be office equipment like a photocopier or a laptop or something like that. And that's the assets of the business. And they get depreciated over time. 
In Australia here, we've got some really great tax incentives at the moment where you can pretty much write most assets off within the first year. You still put them to the balance sheet to show as an asset of the business because you can, um, if you're looking at selling the business in the future, you can actually sell those assets as part of the business, part of the going concern. So really important that you do show a really strong schedule on your balance sheet so you really understand what assets the business has. And then you've also got goodwill, which is basically goodwill is a really it's kind of a, a made up number basically, but it's the value in the business. So for example, if you went out to market tomorrow to sell your business and you could sell it for a million dollars and then all your assets added up to 500,000 and then you had another $500,000 in goodwill, it's what someone would pay for it in the marketplace. So it's a bit of an arbitrary figure, the goodwill, but for example, a good example of this is McDonald's. So McDonald's, the big yellow M, that's a really strong goodwill part of the McDonald's business because no matter where you are in the world, if you're walking down the street and you see that yellow and red of the big M, you know you've found a McDonald's um, and you know that you're going to get the same quality food, you're going to get the same service, um, the shop's going to look the same, the burgers that you order are going to be the same that you get back home no matter where you are around the world. So you could be, you know, I'm here in Australia, you could be in China, you could be in America, you could be in Hungary. Um, and if you find a McDonald's, you know that you can walk in there and you're going to get pretty much the same. So that's really strong goodwill that McDonald's has built from its brand that it's got in the marketplace. So that's all of your assets. Um, then we come down to your liabilities. And these are things that you owe. So it is Perhaps you've got a credit card debt. So you've got using your credit card for business finances. Um, it could be that you owe creditors. So creditors are things like your Telstra bill or your electricity bill, all those, your rent. So all those different things that you actually owe to your creditors, so the suppliers that, you know, it could be that you've got, um, you know, you owe for a lot of stock that you've bought or merchandise that you've bought. And that's another asset item I forgot is stock on hand. So you might have a lot of stock. So if you're a candle maker, you might have a lot of wax, you might have a lot of jars, you might have a lot of other things that are sitting on the shelf. Um, and that's an asset of your business um, sitting on the balance sheet as well. So going through your liabilities, yeah, the creditors is people you owe. And then you've probably got longer term debt. So you might have borrowed money from the bank to buy a, a car or a big piece of equipment, and that's showing on the balance sheet as a liability because you owe the bank that money. It also includes, um, for example, the superannuation you need to pay for your staff, the GST you need to pay for the tax offers, your income tax for the company that or the business that you're operating that you owe to the tax office. It might also be the PAYG withholding tax that you owe to the tax office on behalf of your staff members on paid on their wages. So they're all liabilities. And then Assets minus liabilities equals your equity and equity is retained earnings. So carried forward profits of the business I and mean, also shareholders or owners um, equity in the business. So what you, you might have contributed some money into the business, so it might be your retained earnings and your shareholding in the business. So that's the balance sheet, really important report, really important to understand. And once again, I do like to look at that report month by month. So you can actually see on zero, you can um, generate the report. So it shows, for example, July, June, May, April, et cetera. And you can see how the balance sheet is going up and down and really important report to, to look at and understand. The cash flow. So I always like to say that cash is king and queen of your business and the cash flow report is really important for you to help manage the way cash is flowing through your business and really plan for some of those bigger expenses that might be coming out, for example. So for example, your BAS, you, know, you only pay your BAS business activity statement and your GST, whatever, to the ATO potentially once every quarter. Um, so you know that in perhaps, you know, you've got the September BAS coming up at the end of September, but you might not pay that till the end of October. 
beginning of November. So you might put in those, you know, with your cash flow, you might put in those months, the GST you're going to have to pay out. Um, and you know that it's coming up. So you know you've got to put money aside for that. Um, then you've got all your other expenses, the income. So if you've got, for example, um, as a coach, I might have someone on a payment plan. So they might have invested in a 12-month program with me, but they're paying it off monthly. So I could actually, in the cash flow, I might have taken the sale up in the month that they purchased it, but on my cash flow, I'll actually show um, the income when it's coming in each and every month. So the cash flow, and it's really good to review your actual cash flow um, against your budgeted cash flow and just see how it's going and then do a rolling cash flow. So update it for every month. So a six-month rolling cash flow is really good to have in your business to really understand how the cash is going to flow through your business. And if you're trying to scale and grow your business, growing a business consumes a lot of cash. So it's really important to understand how that cash is flowing through your business and what cash requirements you're going to need to help you scale. So it might be that you need to invest in new staff members or new systems or new plant and equipment to help you grow that business. So it's really important to making sure that you understand what the cash requirements of that business are going to be as you scale up. And also really understanding, for example, if you're a product-based business and you buy materials to make your product. So for example, the candle maker again, or chocolate, you know, if you're at a chocolate factory, you might have to spend $100 now to make chocolate that you sell. So it might take you two weeks to make the chocolate. So you buy the pay for the chocolate now um, from cash and then you get all the stock and material arrive in your business in a week's time and then it takes you a week to convert that into chocolate that you're going to sell and then you sell the chocolate um, it takes you about two weeks to sell it so that's a month and then by the time you collect the money from the people that have bought your chocolate it could be another two to four weeks so you've spent a hundred dollars today um, but you might not actually get the money back in your bank account for another two months. So it's really important as you do that cash flow um, management report that you really understand how the cash flows through your business and when you're going to need that cash injection. It also can highlight to you that um, as you're growing your business that you might actually need to borrow money to help you get ahead and um, be able to invest in the business to take it to that next level. So really important as your business is growing that you understand very closely and manage very closely that cash flow because without cash, even if you've got a growing business that's going amazing, it can actually go out of business. And I have seen that happen. So really important that you manage cash flow in your business. Now, the final report that I love and I recommend that all my clients do this on a monthly basis is the general ledger report. And in Xero, you can get out the detailed general ledger report as an Excel spreadsheet. And I recommend going through that general ledger report and looking at all of the income, especially, and all of the expense accounts, especially, just to see how and where the money is going, especially the expenses. If you do this every single month, you'll really understand exactly where the cash in your business is going and what you're doing. So, Review that general ledger detailed report every single month um, and sit down. And if you don't, like I do it with my um, clients every single month, we do this as part of the Profit to Cash program. So if that's something that interests you, if it's something that you're not doing and you're not sure how to do it, then reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to share with you around that Profit to Cash program um, and what we do on a monthly basis to, to really help you understand your financials, really understand what they're trying to tell you and how you can use them to really help you step up as that CEO in your business 
understanding the financial aspects of your business, the financial management to help you go to that next level of your business, to go to that next level of success. Because without really understanding this, um, and you don't get taught it, that's the problem is when you start your business, if you haven't done a business or an accounting degree, you really don't get taught this stuff. So it's really important knowledge to have um, to help you scale your business as you grow. And what I like to say to my clients is that I don't expect you to do it all yourself. So I, I highly recommend that you delegate these types of aspects of the business to say a bookkeeper and to your accountant, but you really need to understand it and you really need to be reviewing these reports on a regular basis so that you can pick up things as they're happening, not nine months, 10 months, 15 months down the track where the information is no longer valuable to you. So don't never abdicate responsibility to someone else, but delegate and tell them exactly what you want. I want my reports to be presented to me um, every single month by the first Tuesday of the month. And I want an explanation of what's involved here. So if you've got a bookkeeper or you've got um, a chief financial officer in your business, you really want them to provide you with those reports so you can understand what's happening in your business and use that knowledge to help you grow your business to that next level in a manner that is financially viable and that you're not going to run out of cash and the cash flow of your business isn't going to dry up and that you're going to be in a situation. If you can predict these things and start planning out, you can put in place strategies and actions to make sure that you mitigate any risks popping up in your business due to lack of cash or lack of understanding of your reports. So I hope that's been helpful today. Um, I know it's a really important topic. Um, it's really important as a CEO that you do understand these reports. And I've probably shared about this before in one of my other podcast episodes, but I think it's just so important. And, and as I've been working with different clients over the past couple of weeks, it's really highlighted to me that these reports are really important. Now, I'm going to be creating a tool that's going to explain each one of these reports in detail. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in, comment below and it soon will be on my website phoebedray.com forward slash resources and you can find the link there to all the different resources that I've got that can help you to financially manage your business to help you grow and become that true CEO that you aspire to be to take your business to the next level of success that you desire. My name is Phoebe Dre. I'm the Cashflow Pocket Rocket. I can't wait to share with you next Wednesday in the Business Mastery Secrets group or when my podcast drops live on a Friday, every single Friday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm Phoebe Dre, the Cashflow Pocket Rocket. It's been my absolute pleasure sharing with you and I will chat to you all again next week. Make it a fantastic week. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Profit to Cash podcast. I have a question for you though. Have you subscribed to the show? If not, do that now so you never miss an episode of these power-packed business tips to turn your profit into cash. And if you've loved today's episode, I'd be so grateful for a review if you could please share that now. And hang on, just one more thing before you go. If you'd like to learn my step-by-step -step process to turn your profit into cash, then take action now and register for my next Business Profitability Intensive Workshop. Send me a message and my team will get you registered today. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm your host, Phoebe Dre, the Cashflow Pocket Rocket.